independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hmm. More lies, 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 lies. Or not. I don't know. Just a whole document thing. Uh, it'll be overplayed because there's nothing. You know, I was trying to explain to people yesterday. These TV shows have time to fill. They got stuff they have to do. Thank you, Corrine. Another one on GarageGate. What is the White House trying to hide? Nothing. People know I take classified uh, documents, oh. but I don't know what's in the documents. How could anyone be that irresponsible? Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like they're sitting out in the street. He takes classified information and materials seriously? People know I take classified uh, documents, classified oh. information seriously. He takes them The original batch contained vice presidential briefs about foreign countries and some were marked top secret. I don't have access to classified information anymore. I don't get briefed every morning by the agency. Additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the president's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. He was surprised that the documents were there. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. It's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. And we're cooperating fully operating fully. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. Why didn't he or someone in the White House inform the American people when these documents were discovered on the Did it have anything to do with the fact that the election was just a few days? Again, it takes classified information and materials seriously. I don't want anyone to be that irresponsible. Just uh, totally irresponsible. Yeah, I got about sums it up. Uh, nothing's going to come out of this. Do I think that he's going to be prosecuted? No. Do I think he was selling anything to anybody? No. Do I think Trump was doing that? No. Trump's issue is he he you know he basically stopped responding to them. Told him he gave him everything when it really wasn't there. Do you think these people pack their own bags? I joke about this. Trump probably doesn't know where groceries come from. Well, there's a machine. I open the door and there's food in it. Like that's the. They no no, are they gonna? All right, well they they here's what people want because there's other things out there inflation economy right that they're that they're worried about where are we headed this year are we going to be in the middle of stagflation is is this this you know anywhere between seven and twelve percent where we're living now in the inflationary world depending what part of the country are people are worried about the price of eggs literally because they're insane. Not the people, the egg prices. They just want to know it's going to be fair. That's it. That's all they want. Are you going to treat this the way you treated Trump? So much of of when I talk to people, and, and we've touched on this a lot this week, people want to see the balance. If you're going to do this for Trump, you're going to raid Miralago and you're going to do all this stuff, well, they want the same kind of scenario. They want that. They, hey, you better do it here. Look what's going on here. Come on now. Come on. That's what they want. And that's what they're probably going to get. There's a special counsel now. Uh, that's been appointed. The special counsel is now going to hire a team uh, of, of lawyers 
who are going to sift through exactly what they have. And the first question is going to be, all right, what do we need to know? Are there going to be subpoenas now? Are they going to ask to speak to President Biden? And how much does what's happening with President Trump impact this? It shouldn't have any impact. No, they're two separate things. In the sense that now it's about Trump and and him, you know, blocking the investigation, you know, and trying to hide or whatever the hell they're going after them, impeding. And that's what they're doing, because neither of them are going to go to jail over this. Do you really think they were both selling secrets to who? No, I don't. I don't don't think they packed any of this stuff. I don't think any of that. People just want to know. That this is a situation where you, you, you know, and, and I will say this for the media. They've been pretty much as on top of it as it gets. Now, you'll find the people out there who are talking heads, who have zero to do with, you know, they're not journalists. People like the Whoopi. One of the things that gets me crazy is before we know, it's already been spun a specific way. I don't want to see that. I want to see someone explain to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody knew this. Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but in my house, if stuff is missing... I know it's Does it feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? It did originally, but I'm sorry, Sorry. but not not now. No, no. Stupid oppo research. My God. Settle down. It was it yesterday. I saw there was another uh, just idiot, you know, politician out there saying "Ah, these things could have been planted. No, they couldn't have. So somebody thought that far ahead. As to say, all right, we're going to steal as much vice presidential material because when Biden runs again in several years, we'll plant it. And then after Trump has done something stupid, we'll unleash it. Well, they could have just dropped it off the other day. Okay. And nobody saw it. Come on. Stop the spin, you insane nut jobs. Journalists, though, are at least going, wait a minute here. I'm a journalist. And. And and these are questions that need to be asked because they feel like they've been played. And this is the part where you can see that, like, oh, no, 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 you're not going to get away with it this easy. Just uh, we're cooperating. There are questions that are being asked, serious questions, by actual people who at one time journalists, but now have become, you know, talking at pieces for the Democratic Party, who are out there saying stuff and asking real questions about this. That's good. That's what people want. That's what people are looking for. Merrick Garland had no choice but to appoint a special counsel. If you didn't appoint a special counsel, if you didn't do any of that, people would have said, ah, oh, you know, fine for thee, but not for me. He had no choice but to go, yeah, we got to appoint a special counsel. That's what people are worried. They're not. They, I don't think anybody, for an instant, is up and I go, oh, you know, Biden and them had the secrets to whatever. No, no. What if Hunter could have got a hold of him? I, I can. No. I mean, let's just live in the now. And the reality of this is people want to see that you're covering it in a real way. 
that it's not just Fox or, you know, reduced to a QAnon conspiracy as the media will spin it. But the media's got egg on their face. That's the other thing. You piss the media off. You make them look stupid. Well, that's not going to jive with people. And that's what's happening here. Nothing's going to come of it. I don't think any of them are going to jail for this. I don't think any, you know, I mean, how many times have we heard Trump's going to jail? Oh, my God. We heard this. We heard that. How? It isn't happening. It's not happening. It's not. Not over this. And this case about having this stuff is completely weakened now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But it is kind of funny. You sit there and you just, you know, that's all I want. All I want, Chad, is them to cover it the same way they covered Trump. That's what I hear all day. Well, you got it now. They're covering it. It's been the lead story everywhere for the last couple days. You don't get a trophy. Nobody gets anything. You don't get an extra day off work. None of that stuff. But yes, they're covering it, as they should, as a story. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. A lot of stuff to get to today. Bottom of the hour, uh, Sarah Carter. I've had her on the show before. She's got a great podcast uh, about what's going on at the border. Uh, she was uh, she does a lot of stuff for Fox and contributing there. Uh, she's going to join us to talk about, you know, this week should have been a big week for Biden's trip to the border. We should be talking a little bit about immigration. Where are we going? Uh, nothing. All just kind of closely, uh, you know, and I mean, you know, this this big thing slowly but surely started to disappear because something else even bigger came up and more salacious and something that has to do with what goes on in D.C. Always remember that that little snapshot of D.C. is very important to them. They don't have to worry about covering the border. We've got our own scandal here. So we'll talk to her about that. A lot of other things to get to. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the things. Better help. It's really important out there that, you know, many of us just need somebody to talk to. And my stepdaughter did, uh, and a lot of kids did, especially with COVID and, and getting back out there. And, and, you know, we've heard and we've talked so much about social media, but getting out to see anybody, getting in to see somebody was so hard. That's where BetterHelp comes in. It's everything is done online. It's the world's largest therapy service. They've matched over 3 million people, professionally licensed and vetted therapists, 100% online. It's totally affordable, simple and easy. Fill out a questionnaire. You're matched with a therapist. Things aren't clicking. You can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. Couldn't be simpler. And it's great because you can, you know, you can do it through a direct message. You can do it through a Zoom call, a phone call. You don't have to worry about the waiting rooms or, or you know, traffic or any of those things. It's a simple way to do something. And maybe you're struggling with issues that are really something that has been with you for a while. You might just be struggling with Hey, it's a new year. I want to try to figure out how I can get over the hump with certain things. They're there to help you. Save right now an extra 10% on your first month. Find out what it is all about by going to betterhelp.com slash Benson. That's betterhelp.com slash Benson. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. This portion of the program has been sponsored by BetterHelp. It's the Chad Benson Show.
Running with scissors sounds great compared to this. Say woo! Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis, dead at 54. Her mother, Priscilla, confirming the news. It is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie, has left us. She was rushed to the hospital after possibly going into cardiac arrest at a Los Angeles home, according to TMZ. Yeah, uh, Lisa Marie Presley dead at the age of 54. Uh, she had a lot of struggles. In fact, if you go look at the pictures the other night, uh, uh, she had had some serious issues uh, in the past with drugs. She did not look well at the Golden Globes. And, you know, this is the woman who is, you know, uh, in the spotlight since she was a child. You know, she said one time, you know, she used to sing in front of the mirror when she was uh, when she was a little kid, you know, like two and three. And then her dad saw her and and he loved it, obviously. But it was, you know, that's Elvis Presley. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's that, that that's Elvis. So, you know, that's dad to her, but Elvis to the world. And, and, and you know, uh, you know, her son committed suicide 2020. You know, there. You know, she'd struggled big time with drugs in the past. I guess the uh, the way it went down yesterday, the mother of four was discovered unresponsive by a housekeeper. With sources saying uh, her first husband, Danny Keogh, returned to the house they were sharing and performed CER until the paramedics arrived. So he tried to do everything he could. Uh, they were unable to resuscitate her. They rushed her to the hospital, but she was pronounced dead a few hours later. That's uh, it's sad. It is sad. You know, I mean, her her drug addictions were bad opioids big time. I mean, you know, you talk about some of the issues she had talked about. She had been in and out of of all kinds of, of therapies. They've tried everything. And uh, it was, uh, you know, that's a tough I mean, living in that. You always joke about, you know, like the, the the new word this year is there's a couple of us, Nepo baby. It's one of the big new words, Nepo baby. And those are all these people who are famous because of their name. And for some people, they're better than their parents at this. Some people, they're not good at all. The name may get your foot in the door. And for some people... They, 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 they can't handle it. And being the only child of the, of the king, that's that's got to be a tough one. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Can we just say this George Santos character? He can't stick around, right? Every day it's something new. Every day was he a volleyball player? I mean, his life is so. I don't even know what his life is. I don't think he does. He's he's worse than Joey Zuzu. A resume he submitted to the Nassau County Republican Party was littered with lies. Santos said he was a project manager for Goldman Sachs, that he worked at Citigroup, but he didn't work for either company. And he claimed he graduated from Baruch College with a 3.89 GPA, when in fact he has not graduated from any college. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy is not calling for resignation, but he said Santos has a long way to go to earn trust and will be held accountable. I don't know where you go from here 
But uh, uh, here's the guy you want in your corner. In an interview on Steve Bannon's podcast with fill-in host Matt Gates, a fellow <laughs> House Republican, Santos remarkably said he's an honest man. Look, I've, I've worked my entire life. I've lived an honest life. I've never been uh, accused, sued of, of any bad doing. But that's not true. He's already facing multiple investigations at home and abroad. Authorities in Brazil reviving a fraud case looking into whether Santos used a stolen checkbook to buy clothes. And here in the U.S., he's accused about lying about his life story. <laughs> this guy is so full of crap. It is amazing. Like, it is tremendous. We were talking. Producer Phil and I before the show. What was he thinking? And I'm thinking to myself, he's thinking, I'm never going to win. He's got to be thinking that. I'm never going to win. I'll have a chance to run. I'll get some connections, make some money. Nobody will question the loser. That has to be, I think, a normal person's thought process is that had to be what it was. All right, I'm going to lie about all this stuff, but it's only because I don't think I'm going to win and I'll get some connections, you know, we'll make some money uh, and then go from there. But no, you won. And boy, your lies are tremendous. Coming up, let's talk a little immigration with Sarah Carter. Talk about her podcast, what's going on down there at the border. A lot of other things to get to. We'll do it straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, should have been a week where we talk a lot about immigration. We're going to talk about immigration in a minute. Somebody who has uh, been in the fight down there, absolutely, 100%. Uh, uh, Sarah Carter's joining us now. And, uh, Sarah, appreciate you coming on today. We should be talking about immigration. We should be talking about illegal immigration, the cartels, the tra- human trafficking, all of this stuff. But, man, you know, it, it, it's hard when uh, all of a sudden we've got documents that have nothing to do with Trump that are secret and this president who had railed against him, well, he's the culprit here. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And all the evidence that's come out uh, about the money that was possibly transferred from China to the university uh, and the documents that were found there in Pennsylvania. Um, and it, it, so I I think, like, for, for many of us, it's kind of like we're stunned at the hypocrisy, right, Chad? It's here you have the president of the United States who left classified top secret documents in his garage when he was the vice president and didn't even have the authority to actually declassify anything and left him in his garage, supposedly to write a book. I mean, and, you know, right by the Corvette um, locked in the garage and, you know, and I think everybody is kind of just sitting back in awe at how this administration and, and it's not just, President Biden. Remember, we got to go back all the way back to the very beginning, because who gave President Biden this kind of power? And how was he allowed 
to, you know, basically skate through cleanly through the mainstream media when there was so much baggage that the American people actually had to know about to make a qualified decision when they voted for him. Uh, they shut down Miranda Devine's story at the New York Post, they being our FBI and our U.S. intelligence uh, officials, uh, those most senior officials that turned around and signed a document, 51 of them saying, hey, guess what? You know, this is all Russian disinformation. You don't need to pay attention to it. They went to Facebook. They went to Twitter. Our FBI, we, they briefed them on, oh, this, you know, crazy Russian disinformation is going to come out. So here we have a president. You know, that the Democrats, remember, the Democrats were the ones that accused President Trump of everything that they were actually doing themselves. A president that appears, President Biden, to be compromised by the Chinese government, the Chinese Communist Party. A president that appears to be compromised in every which way, shape and form uh, by keeping classified documents when he did not have the authority to do so in a garage haphazardly. When we know that the Chinese and the Russians and everybody else were watching him like a hawk for the last 40 years because of his son and because of him, because he's the big guy, right? And he had the access to the government, which is the only reason why his son had all of the uh, opportunities that he did by sitting on the Burisma board and, you know, with Ukraine. And uh, even though he didn't speak Russian, even though he didn't know anything about gas traveling with him to China. So if you look at the whole of this, the American people should be infuriated. Their mouths should be hanging open. We should be demanding, of course, this special counsel investigation. I don't know where it's going to go when you have a Department of Justice that also appears to be compromised. And we have to be asking ourselves a lot of questions like, why does it appear to be a two-tiered justice system? And what's going to happen now that all of these classified documents are, you know, basically it, this has been exposed. I mean, is Merrick Garland really going to do his job? Are we really going to have, is the special counsel really going to do its job and conduct a full investigation? Yeah, I'm curious about that. We're talking to uh, Sarah Carter uh, as we talk about this. A lot of stuff. We'll get to the border in a second. But, you know, one of the things that to me that and, and, and you know, uh, look, I think and I think you'll probably agree with this. They overclassify everything. I, do, I doubt any. Right. I doubt Trump or any of these guys ever packed any of their own stuff. I don't think either of them were selling anything to to, you know, I mean, Trump. I joke earlier, Sarah. I, Trump probably doesn't even where groceries come from, let alone packing up his own furniture and moving. If he was going to take it. Anything. It's going to be the ashtray that Kim Jong-un gave him that's supposed to be in some archive. But that being said, you said something. People want to see their, this not two-tier justice system. I think at the end of the day, right. none of this – do I think any of these guys were ta- – I think if you go and look at every ex-president and you went through their drawers, you're going to find a bunch of stuff that shouldn't be there. But they want to know, hey, if you're going to go after Trump, we just want to know you're going to do the same thing here because right. if not, then you are saying there's a two-tiered justice system, unless you're saying, well, we're going to wait till he's out of office because the precedent has been set that we're not going to indict a sitting president. Well, it's even worse than that, Chad, because, look, I, I agree with you 100 percent. It should be on an equal level, right? You're going to investigate Trump. you got to investigate Biden now. And you brought up a point which – I agree with also, I don't think that they were collecting these documents to sell these documents or any of, as based on what we know right now, right? Based on what we know, we we know that they don't, 
pack all their own stuff. And even when they take some stuff with them, it's kind of like, oh, crap, I've got that box, you know, uh, full of documents. I wonder what's going on in there. Maybe that's what was going on in their mind. But, but the thing is, is that when you do take those documents, and I've covered the intelligence community for a very long time. Now, a president has the authority to declassify. Is there some kind of minutia in there that could get him in trouble on an accountability level with the National Archives? Yes, he can. It's more of an, a, you know, a slap on the wrist office issue, not a criminal issue. It shouldn't be. But the problem is, is that when you are being monitored consistently, and remember, all of the people that work in the CIA, people that work in our uh, most secretive intelligence agencies, you know, we've got 16 of them, you know, they are going to be, if, they, if, they, if our adversaries find out who they are, they are going to be monitored. Now, what does that mean? All of our officials, our known officials, our president, our secretary of state, um, anybody who has access is going to be monitored by adversaries. That means China, Russia, whoever. And they're going to be watching them 24-7. And they're going to watch and see if their kids are drug addicts. They're going to watch and see if their kids like to sleep with prostitutes or if their uncle does or whoever. And then they're going to try to infiltrate and take some type of get some type of access or some type of control. And I think the issue with President Biden that was clearly a problem was obviously that the tragedy, I think, the big tragedy that a lot of Americans face and people around the world is having a son who obviously has an addiction issue and all kinds of other issues that come with that. And I think the, the concern in the intelligence community is like, okay, what were our adversaries able to access? And that's what we have to be concerned about. I don't think it's necessarily that, you know, that he was doing it from the get-go. But was there any type of compromise or compromise that was made on behalf of that? And when you look at, like, the fact that there was so much money, that the Biden-Penn Center, where all of these classified... Oh, Wait, uh, all that money that flows into those places from China, and anonymous donors, $54 million, $30 million. God, good God, the amount of money that flows. I want to start a think tank. Maybe, Sarah, we should start a think tank. We should. We should just start a think tank. I mean, it's crazy. This is where people are lining. This is what American people should be infuriated about also. It's not just the money coming from overseas, but where their taxpayer dollars are flowing. You know, the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill and all this money going overseas. I believe in protecting our world. I believe that we should stand up to our adversaries like the Russians. Yes, absolutely. Are the Russians doing horrible acts and deeds in Ukraine? Yes, absolutely. But we should have accountability for it. There should absolutely be accountability for every single dollar that we are spending. And by the way, accountability to these universities that are pocketing money from nation states that don't even stand by our own principles of government, of freedom and liberty. Money coming from China, money coming from Saudi Arabia, money coming from, uh, you know, Qatar, who has been, uh, you know, basically connected to Iran. And, and we're accepting all of this money. Well, nobody gives you anything for free. If yep. anything we've learned in this world, they're not going to hand you $30 million just because they think you're cool. You know, they expect something back. Oh, man, because I was so close to being so cool and getting some money. Talking to yeah, Sarah I mean, Carter here to talk I, about. <laughs> you, you, you probably are thinking. All kinds of money, right, Chad? All yeah, because we're all kinds of cool. Of cool. <laughs> Let's talk about immigration. You know, 
he goes over there. He makes the uh, half-assery stop at the the border, and he does his thing. But I want to talk about something real. I didn't think anything was going to come of it. I wish that El Paso would have been left untouched and he would have saw more. But I'm worried about where we're headed because, you know, they got El Chapo's son. Uh, there is right. uh, is that Jalisco Nueva is a really scary group of people that are trying to infiltrate the cartel business in a way that we've never seen before, where they want to make it all about violence and fear rather than keeping it as a business. I, I, I think America is going to have a different look maybe this year with some of the things that might spill over the border with some of these groups than we've seen in the past, which maybe wakes people up to what's going on at the border. I think you're right. I was down at the border with um, Senator Blackburn from Tennessee, Senator Britt from Alabama, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith from the great state of Mississippi, uh, and we were all there this past weekend. And the reason was was that they really wanted to take a look at GOP women, you know, fighting against human trafficking. They wanted to know what was really going on on the ground. We saw that kind of dog and pony show in El Paso. I was there. President uh, Biden came through. He spent about four hours on the ground. He never once, and I, you know, I was keeping a very open mind to this because I think, great, okay, he's finally here, right? He's finally here. This is our U.S. president. And I, I was hoping that he would stop by the church, talk to the people that are sitting around the church or actually go to the areas of the border where people are being brought in, not to empty buildings, you know, processing centers and and doing this. And you mentioned Jalisco Nuevo Generacion. That's Jalisco New Generation Cartel, right? Um, The head of that cartel is called El Menche. He is a ghost. They call him the ghost. Um, He is very dangerous. Uh, The Sinaloa Cartel is actually up the ante as well. Uh, on what they're doing in Mexico um, uh, from Sinaloa, of course, uh, Culiacan, uh, area of Mexico, and they battle for that control of the border into our nation. And our border is just wide open, Chad. Um, I mean, our children are dying. We have no national security, um, real uh, national security strength there at the border since the Biden administration has taken over, we know that more than a million known gotaways have come into the United States, disappeared into the fabric of our society, and we don't even know who they are. When I was at the church and I was talking to the people, I speak Spanish, and I said, you know, where are you from? How did you get here? Um, I met a lot of Venezuelans that day, and obviously Venezuela, uh, their economy is shot. The people feel abandoned by the socialists government Maduro, but that's not a reason for asylum. But when I spoke to them, they were saying to me, look, I said, how'd you get in here? They said, well, we just walked in. And I said, well, did Border Patrol process you before you ended up here at the church? And they were like, nobody processed us. We just walked in. And they told us to come here to this church because we would get food and some shelter and maybe some help. But they'd been sleeping on the streets, even some of them with their children. Well, think about that. We have a border that is not being secured. We have a border that is in complete chaos. And we have a shadow government to our, you know, to our south, our neighbors in Mexico, who are also suffering, by the way, from these cartels, who are trafficking young women and children into the United States, making billions of dollars off of it, who have a narcotics trade that is like we've never seen, ever in the history of our world, who are now global, 
and make connections with terrorist organizations in Africa. They move shipments. Like, the shipments aren't just coming to the U.S. They're going to Europe, through Africa. They are building massive organizations that have infiltrated every part of the government to our south. And we are sitting here like sitting ducks as our adversaries take advantage of that border, take advantage of us, put everyone's life in danger, by the way, including those people that are being migrated and illegally uh, being uh, brought to the United States and who are suffering and who I've seen. And so many children have lost their lives and so many children have died. And the reason why I went to the border this past weekend with the senators, I brought with me a girl, a gal that I know, Carla Jacinto, who is now very open and very public and has been fighting trafficking organizations because she was a child that was trafficked and yeah. brutalized since the age of five. Is, and her goal is to tell the truth about what is happening to the young people from Central America, from Mexico. And I think if Americans care, if we care about our country, if we care about the migrants that are coming across, and I'm the daughter of an immigrant, I am half Cuban on my mom's side, and uh, the firstborn in her family here in the United States, um, then we should stop this. But we're Absolutely. not doing that. 100%. Uh, Sarah, love having you on all the time. I appreciate that. If everybody wants to uh, follow you, where do they go? They go uh, uh, to Twitter, uh, they go to the Instagram, yeah, and get a hold of your Carter podcast. Be on Twitter, yes. And the dark, please, the dark wars, the border is our series. We're doing this great podcast series, exposing the truth, talking to the people that really know what's going on. Dark wars, the border, it is, uh, I think, a phenomenal podcast because of the people that have made it possible um, at Radio America and, and at the nonprofit that I'm working with. And so I, I, I really hope you go there and you and you take a listen. It'll change the way I think a lot of you feel about the border. Absolutely. Sarah Carter, appreciate you coming on and we'll look forward to doing it again soon. Yeah, thanks, Chad. Thanks. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens. It's on me and Dr. Dennis Black. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff that they put right there on top of your dog's food, and it's going to help your dog's food come to life. It's going to give them all the nutrients they need to change so much of what it is that they need and that they're missing in their diet. I've been giving to my dogs, you guys know for years, my mother's dog's been taking it for a while. Little dogs, my dogs, huge dogs, her dogs, it works great for both. If you worry about your dog, maybe the energy level, their their aches, their pains, their digestive, their fur, their skin, try Rough Greens. You will see a difference. Try it now. Get a free bag. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Get a free bag of Rough Greens right now. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. 
It's good to have it, Sarah. On, uh, I could talk to her for a while. I'm telling you, the, 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 her podcast is great, but because she gets into the human side of the trafficking and what goes on at the border, it's not just a right or left thing. It's a it, you leave that there. You talk about the human side of what's happening, and it is ugly. It is so much more ugly, I think, than people realize. But it's far away from most, so uh, out of sight, out of mind, and it's sad. It is a sad, sad thing. And the other thing is she brought up, which we brought up too. Uh, more Americans should be concerned about how much money these think tanks get from places like China than whether or not somebody's got a document that's been in the box for 12 years. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson biden did stuff with all of these documents because he sold them to the chinese he did not do any of that stuff doesn't mean though that it doesn't have a little egg on his face uh as it does the media when it comes to all of this stuff because uh you know run around on 60 minutes it's just how irresponsible all of this stuff is how bad trump is how bad any of this is thank you corinne another one on garage gate what is the white house trying to hide nothing people know i take classified uh, documents but i don't know what's in the documents how could anyone be that irresponsible Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. He takes classified information and materials seriously? People know I take classified uh, documents, classified information seriously. He takes them The original batch contained vice presidential briefs about foreign countries, and some were marked top secret. I don't have access to classified information anymore. I don't get briefed every morning by the agency. Additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the president's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. He was surprised that the documents were there. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. It's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. And we're cooperating fully cooperating fully. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. Why didn't he or someone in the White House inform the American people when these documents were discovered on the winter second? Did it have anything to do with the fact that the election was just a few days Again, takes classified information and materials seriously. How one anyone could be that irresponsible. Just uh, totally irresponsible. Totally irresponsible. Is he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is he horrible? No. Is this? Here's what, and I'm going to keep saying this. This is what people want. Just keep it, just keep it fair. Keep it even. If you're going after Trump for these things, keep it fair. Keep it even. That's it. What does that mean? Well, first and foremost, uh, how about a special counsel to look at it, just like you would Trump? Earlier today, 
I, si I signed an order appointing Robert Hur a special counsel for the matter I've just described. The document authorizes him to investigate whether any person or entity violated the law in connection with this matter. The special counsel will not be subject to the day-to-day -day supervision of any official of the department, but he must comply with the regulations, procedures, and policies of the department. Is that, that's, that's it. Simple as that. That's what they, that's what they want. Just keep it fair and even. That's it. That's what most people want. They're not looking for anything else. They're looking for anything special. They just want to know you're keeping it above board. You know, think about it if you're a Republican. You know, you've been told over the last umpteen years that everybody who's a Republican is part of QAnon, that everybody who's a Republican is a conspiracy theorist, that everybody who's a Republican is, is you know, is a Nazi, is a fascist. Uh, you've heard from the media over and over again because the media is absolutely run by the left. Hell, if you've not seen the new Twitter files, know this as they were dropped, and maybe we'll get to a little bit later. Uh, people are like, who cares? You care when you're a government and people inside of your government are telling people at Twitter, look, the story's not real, but we don't want to stop the narrative. What? Yeah, yeah, the whole Russia thing. We know it's not real. We know it's been debunked. It's not real, but it doesn't matter. Let's keep it up. Block these people. Do th That's when you should care. And then Republicans, you're crazy. You're crazy. You know what they want? People just want fair coverage. If you're going to go after one side, go after the other side. But as I've said, it's a business. And they found their niche. Fox found theirs. MSNBC, CNN, and then they found the others. But when you piss off the media, when you make them look like idiots, they don't like that. And that's why over the last several, you know, 72 hours or so, there's been a lot of coverage that you think, well, why would they do that? That's not something they normally do. They've done that because they feel like, well, they played us. You've known about this since when? Well, we've known about this since uh, November. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, yeah. Since November, and you did nothing. Well, I mean, we 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 we, we had it. Uh, you know, it was it was it's right before the election. Well, it's odd that it's coming out now because somebody somebody gave something to somebody at CBS who then base I guess basically alerted that this might have happened. Started asking questions, and then it was it was evident that this was going to get out. So they tried to get out in front of it, and lo and behold, another batch is found next to a Corvette. What? Yeah, next to a vet. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Yeah, what were you thinking, says Peter Ducey. Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway, was in a garage. yes, as well as my Corvette. USA Today is a perfect example of some of the stuff that's out there. People are asking. Uh, Newsweek uh, also has some. Why only now is all this coming out? Josh Hammer Newsweek. Michael Collins, USA Today. Fairness and double standards. Biden's documents debacle. People want to know it's a fair playing field in their world of politics. 
And we know it's not fair. I don't expect either of these guys to be indicted or charged. Trump's issue now is uh, the cover-up. is what they're gonna, But it's not whether or not he had these documents. Of course he had these documents. By the South. I bet if we went to all the presidents that were still alive, went to their libraries, went through the archives and some of the stuff they have, they've got stuff they shouldn't have. That's probably more of a uh, we way over-classified stuff. But people are just looking for some balance in this. That's what people want. That's what they're looking for. So it pisses them off. I hear more from people out there when they talk about stuff like, why doesn't the media cover this? Why don't they do this? Why is this never brought up? I hear more about that than I do many times the issues. It's understandable. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from you. Yes, there's going to be uh, the the special counsel. Uh, subpoenas? What about those? I do think you're going to see a subpoena coming uh, from the subpoena. special counsel to the Biden team just to ensure that everything has been turned over. And that also allows the Department of Justice to say that this is now being treated in the same way as the the Trump documents. Again, what's it go back to? Fairness. That's what people are looking for. A fair shake. A fair shake. What about charges? The reality is to charge just for possession of documents like this. Typically, you need someone who is hiding, stealing, selling, but you typically need something more. Now, is there an argument to be made that you could be charged even if it was inadvertent? Sure, there's a potential argument. Very unlikely. And then, of course, remember that, as we learned in the, in the Trump administration, the current policy of the Department of Justice is that you cannot indict a sitting president. So, you know, and you have to separate out the legal from the political. Yeah, what, are they going to wait till he's out of there and then indict him? No. It's not going to happen. They're, this thing will die down and go away, and then they'll focus on something else if they focus on anything with Trump. I think a lot of what you're going to see from Trump and stuff in the coming days, weeks, and months is, is, is does he have any power left? Is there any there there in the oomph of Trump? I saw yesterday uh, former speaker, you know, Paul Ryan come out and just say, look, he's, he's done. He didn't have anything. Is it possible? Absolutely it's possible he may be done. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but you know, I, I think if he's still got oomph in him and he's still got some power, then I think they'll continue to look for certain things. If there's no there, there, I don't know if they will anymore. I think they just might just go, ah, it's nothing. The, the, the game, the game is up. We'll see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Build what's trending straight ahead. Talk a bit about that. CEOs want you to come back to work. And also, very interesting uh, poll and study done about politics and business. And does it actually work? Does it actually pay? I want to touch on it a little bit earlier this week. We just didn't have a chance, you know, because we're so busy doing all the other stuff that we do. And because I was eating so much tasty steak from Omaha Steak, baby. I love Omaha Steak. I do. We're going to barbecue this weekend. Why? Because the weather's gorgeous. Supposed to get a little rainy next week, but this week, deliciously amazing. And that's what we're going to do. This weekend, uh, we bar- we barbecued hot dogs the other night because my daughter, uh, whatever reason, is obsessed 
with hot dogs. But those hot dogs absolutely loves them. And my four-year-old will eat a whole bunch of those hot dogs. And I love that. Right? I just because, you know, sometimes she'll go and she won't eat. She loves these. And I love that. Tons of an amazing meat. Stock up. Right. Getting ready towards the head towards, you know, we're in the midst of winter. Why not stock up? Great steaks. The best steaks. The filets. Delicious. I sent my uncle some filets uh, from Omaha. And he was he spends a lot of money going out to eat at shishi restaurants where they give you a giant plate and a little bit of food and charge a lot of money. And he's like, this stuff blows that away. I'm like, I know. And it doesn't cost anything like it costs that. So why not take advantage Lift your holiday spirits at the After Holiday Blues by going to omahasteaks.com. Use code Benson on the way out. You're going to save an additional $40 off. It's already $50 off site-wide right now. That is air-chilled boneless steaks, juicy burgers, the fillets. They've got incredible comfort food as well. Take advantage of this. 100% money-back guarantee. OmahaSteaks.com. Use code Benson on the way out. Save an extra $40. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson on the way out. Saves you an extra 40 bucks. Minimum order may be required. OmahaSteaks.com. Code Benson. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone. Woo! Bipolar. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. No. Bipartisan. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. Yes. The Chad Benson Show, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. That's crazy. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Liam Nash, Brash, Nash, Lenny Bush, and Lester Vance, Birthday Party, Cheesecake, Jelly Bean, Boom. What's trending? Ah, what's trending, kids? In the magical world of trending stuff. Let's take a peek, shall we? Start at Google. Friday the 13th, number one trending thing. Not the movie, the day! Oh, my God. Friday the 13th. Lisa Marie Presley, trending as well. She passed away yesterday. Cardiac arrest at age 54. The king's only daughter. Uh, had had uh, some issues. There was no doubt about that uh, over the last several years and really throughout her life, but she had struggled with drug addiction. Uh, her son committed suicide just two years ago. M&Ms are trending because they've gone gender neutral. We'll talk about that a little bit later. So stupid. <laughs> How are they gender neutral? I want to know. Merrick Garland trending. Oh, Merrick, yeah, because he had to appoint a special counsel to go look and see if that old Joe Biden was selling stuff to the old Chinese or somebody. Elvis Presley trending. Number one search thing yesterday, Elvis Presley, 10 million. Obviously, his daughter dying was a huge part of that. Uh, Bianca Sensory is trending today because apparently uh, she married Kanye West. <laughs> I don't, man, that guy. Manic much? 
Ooh, Chad, it's not very nice. It's not very nice. Uh, what else is going on? CPI, the inflation on Google, Friday the 13th. And why people are scared of it. Vikings Valhalla. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Second season came out yesterday. Pepsi's Lemon Lime Soda uh, is the new thing that has taken over for Sierra Mist. It's called Starry. If you guys are listening, you're going to want me to endorse this bad dog. I had it over the weekend. So I drink this. uh, I get this drink. Uh, that had tastes a lot like Sierra Mist or you know Sprite, and it has no calories in it and stuff, and I love it. This weekend, I got a 12 pack of Starry. My wife comes up and she goes, "Check this out." I'm like, "What? What is it?" She goes, "I don't know. I like to try it. I tried these before. They come in a can, and I'm like, eh, these things are crappy, but not Starry. It was awesome, delicious, no calories, delicious, great tasting. Yes, please sign me up. Those are the things that are trending." Across the board in the magical world of Twitter and the Instagram. The Eminem thing is funny. We'll talk about that. Uh, it's just, uh, it's an interesting, <laughs> it's totally interesting uh, thing with the, the fact that they're gone female. And I just, I don't get that. This whole want of wackiness, of wokeness. And we joke about it, but, you know, like the FAA had a big thing at the end of the year where, you know, and there's the transportation secretary, uh, Pete Buttigieg, and they're doing this thing all about inclusivity and stuff. And somebody says, and they all agree, oh, uh, inclusivity is as important as air safety. No, it's not. It sounds great to say, right? Oh, yeah, it's the most important thing. So you're 35,000 feet in the air. (laughs) Then you're like, you know what? Maybe air safety is really important. And as you guys know, 2023 is a less inclusive me. That's what I'm going for this year. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram. CEOs want people back to work in the office ASAP, please. They're asking nicely. Plus, Uh, The gamble about being politically active as a CEO, does it pay off? New interesting study says, no, not so much. Talk about that. And yes, the gender neutral or the female gendered (laughs) M&Ms. If I don't know what a regular female is, how the hell am I supposed to know what a peanut gendered M&M gender is? Ah, Tell me, please. Jeff, it's a joke. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Oh, talk a little bit about CEOs. Is it worth it being so politically woke? New study out about, plus they want you to come back to work. I know it sucks. It's horrible. But first, look in the sky. What is it? 
The annual report on unidentified aerial phenomena now reveals 366 <laughs> new close encounters since an agency was formed in 2021 to track them. That's more than double the number reported in the previous 17 years combined. Officials say they can explain less than half those encounters, usually a mix of drones, balloons, or birds. The rest remain a mystery. Pentagon officials say it's not time to call the men in black just yet, but they say it's crucial to track, investigate, and disclose reported incidents to help protect national security and safety for all Earthling flyers. Yeah. Hey, one of the things they're talking about uh, is that when it comes to like stuff out there uh, is holograms. And I know it sounds stupid, but there are several people that have worked in the government have said, look, the holograms we produce now are insane. Like you could not believe. And that they are something so incredible that they could even show up on a radar and do things. And if you think about it, having a hologram of a fake military or something on your radar showing up, sending foreign the foreign you know they're they're thinking oh my god we're being invaded by something and as it's showing up you scramble your fighter jets to go and get it only to find out that none of those things are real and that we're coming in from a different angle is very intriguing and the technology uh, as some people have said is also a little bit other uh, earthly maybe dimensional so very interesting indeed but uh, are we ever going to know the truth uh, i don't think so there's no money in the truth just like the disease we haven't found a cure for cancer could we it's possible now i do think in the coming years we will find a cure for several cancers where if you catch it they can eradicate it that new medicine you know yesterday we talked about it uh the 1991 till now we've seen a 33% drop in cancer deaths that's huge and they've got technology all this stuff but there still is the the money aspect of it because the money is in the disease it's not in the cure but they also want to keep you alive. <laughs> so, Because like everything, it, it doesn't help if you die. You can't get more money from that person. Sounds brutal and harsh. Reality. Speaking of reality, it's time to get back to work. Michael Eisner came out and wants his people in the office four days a week. Now, I told you earlier we've been Disney. Disney it's been at times a nightmare with uh, not so much the dealing with them. It's just getting everybody on the same page. See, nobody's in an office. It's one thing if you're zooming in because you're in Seattle or you're in Phoenix or you're in wherever, and everybody else is in a singular location because that's their office. That's what they do. Now, though, it's not like that. And he's like, guys, we got to get back to work. You got to come in. Please. And part of the please side of it is the fact that There's a lot of jobs still out there. But I think in these types of jobs, you can be a bit more forceful because this is the area I think people are going to get hit on when it comes to the economy slowdown. These kind of positions. 
that mid-level kind of thing of get your butt back in the office or else. You know, maybe six months or a year ago, you're fighting to get those people to come work for you. Well, as things start to go in the way that I think they're going to go this year, you're going to start to see a little bit different attitude. And, you know, getting people back to the office, it, for me, I've always kind of worked alone, but not alone. So, like, producer Anthony and Phil and I, we're always chatting, but we're never in the same room, very rarely. Uh, Phil and I, obviously, we've been together, like, almost going on nine years, almost a decade. I think we met once in person. And, uh, you know, Anthony and I, we see each other, you know, uh, every once in a great while because he didn't like me. But uh, the the I'm kidding. Uh, we went to breakfast last week, but it's still I'm, you know, the energy level of being together and talking every morning and stuff is wonderful. We have a plan. These people don't. They just kind of do their own thing and hope that the puzzle puts together. And that's the frustration I think people are having. With a lot of this. If you're communicating all the time with people, that's one thing, but it's a younger generation feels much more comfortable and the funny thing is, the older generation, I think, is more capable of doing the work from home, but they don't really want to. The younger generation really wants to, but I don't know if they've got the the willpower and the stick at times. And I think that's the struggle that businesses are finding. Other side of it, interesting, Americans. They're divided whether businesses should take a public stance on political and social issues, with 48% believing they should. 52% said they should not. Younger adults say they should. Older adults say not so much. Here's something interesting, though. As they start digging into this, uh, it doesn't really do anything for work. And part of that, in meaning, so a lot of these people are taking these these big giant grand steps towards i'm gonna do this you know black lives matter and they're throwing money at them which was as we all know <laughs> you basically were paying 20 million dollars five million dollars donating money to an organization that you were getting shilled you know it was a sh- they, 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 they were just coming and they were shaking you down oh yeah but what's happening is You think you're getting a benefit and it's going to help your workers. It doesn't. The workers that believe the way you do, they don't work any harder. It actually has an opposite effect. The people that you work with who maybe don't feel the group think that you think that they should feel, they actually get discouraged. So it's having a different effect. And I think a lot of people just, you know what? I want to buy a shoe. I want to buy a pair of pants. I want to buy a hat. I want to buy a golf club. I don't need to know your stance on everything. I don't, you know? I mean, I'm pretty sure you're against, uh, you know, uh, police brutality like what we saw with George Floyd. I think everybody outside of a few idiots and asshats out there are against that. But I don't need to know your stance on every single thing. Because, you know, Michael Jordan said it famously. Republicans buy shoes too. And when you get in that field where you're going to take a stance on something, and a lot of times people take a stance on a singular issue. Maybe that works. 
And a lot of times us as adults, even kids, they know where artists stand on issues. They don't have to come out, but they feel the need to do so. And in doing so, especially when it comes to certain businesses, you demonize on the other side of uh, of things. You're like, I'm going to demonize you as well. So not only am I going to say, I believe in this. If you don't believe in this, you're a horrible human being. Or if you don't have the same attitude I have, you're a bad person. And that doesn't help business. And it doesn't help with your 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 coworkers and your employees. It doesn't. 323-538-2423. At Chad Menton Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Miss any show. Grab the podcast. Last hour, uh, uh, you know, we had on uh, Sarah Carter. And if you missed any, grab that podcast. It was her take on a lot of stuff, uh, you know, normally and she's really big into the border, uh, especially human trafficking, which is very interesting because this was a week that I think a lot of us were going to talk about, you know, immigration and where we're going. And the, you know, the whole app thing, is that going to work? And is, are we just calling it some of Trump stuff a different name, but it's kind of Biden stuff. And it all went away because of, you know, the the documents. And now it's in a lockbox by Corvette, you know, and you're just like, what are you talking about? You have more. And now they're looking at other places. And who knows? By the time we get off the air today and by the weekend, you know, there could be 50 different things there. You know, they're looking at which is oh, it could be here. It could be there. What have we found here? And we don't even know what's in any of these boxes. It's like We don't know what's in any of Trump stuff. Maybe the aliens. We're just talking about UFO. Maybe the alien stuff is in there. Oh, it's possible, huh? It is. It's absolutely possible. It's got the names, the dates, all of the stuff. Not holograms. They're real aliens, Chad. It's a possibility, Chad. It is. 323-538-2423. Raycon, best year buds land. I love my Raycons. I wear them all the time this weekend. Probably play a little bit of golf. Wear my Raycons. Probably play some pickleball. Have my Raycons on. The settings, the modes that I can have them in are spectacular. We're going to be working out of the house studio on Monday. I'll wear my Raycons because I'll be on uh, the Bluetooth with my other computers, which is great because this is old style here with the you know thing that I've got to use because uh, it's old style radio station. But I love that. I never feel them in my ears. I have my, my, my awareness mode on so I can hear things around me. Isolation mode if I need it. It's just great. Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life. And the fit separates it from all of the other premium earbuds out there besides the price, which is about half the price of everybody else. So if you're sick and tired of the things with the stems or having wires or trying to click it over your ear or something, try Raycons. You won't be disappointed. The everyday earbuds are incredible. Get these now. Save an extra 15%. They already start well under $100. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Get your earbuds now. The best earbuds around. I swear by them. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Talk a little NFL. Big weekend ahead. Some surprises, I think, will take place this weekend. And some questions about a few players, including uh, Tua Tungavaloa, who is the quarterback for Miami. And I think there needs to be some serious questions about his health. He has suffered a number of concussions this year, some of them frightening. And uh, there's, again, the NFL's got some problems. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Give you my predictions as well. This is the Chad Benson Show. Do what you know how to do, 
Because when you do what you do, what you know how to do. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And then they passed us a baton. And the question is, what will we do with the time we carry the baton? You either smoking something or you just dumb as hell. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? What? Oh, my God. Get your ass on that school bus and go home. I call myself a joyful warrior. The Chad Benson Show. Ah, it's one of the great weekends in sports in America. It's wild card weekend. It's time to get serious about the football going on. Your baby Eagles and Chiefs have the weekend off. Everybody else that's made the playoffs will be battling it out, and it starts manana. Oh, jeez. Two games tomorrow. Uh, first up, Seahawks 49ers. I have 49ers. I, I, I think right now, best team in football, 49ers. Mr. Relevant, Brock Purdy's their quarterback. If you don't know what Mr. Relevant is, he was the last pick in this year's NFL draft. They throw a huge party for you uh, because you're the last pick. Yeah, and so it's kind of like this joke, and they throw this party, and, and you get to do some charity stuff. It's a great like week. You go to Disneyland, they throw a parade for you. It's, it's insane. He's come off the bench. So Trey Lance, they mortgaged the future with him in some ways, took him second, second year in. Hurt ankle. This is two years in a row he's not played uh, at all. Jimmy Garoppolo, who led them to the championship game last year, was having a pretty solid year again. Looks like they were on their way. He gets hurt. In comes Brock Purdy and is rocking and rolling, and they're winning. And they have the best defense. And defense wins championships. Absolutely. They get to the quarterback. They stop you from making throws, and when you do make throws, lo and behold, they got guys that can play out there and get to that ball. So the 49ers beating the Seahawks. Then maybe, to me, the most interesting game of the weekend, the Jaguars and the Chargers. I picked the Chargers potentially go to the Super Bowl this year. They're good. But out of nowhere come the Jacksonville Jaguars. Last year, awful. I think they won two games. They had the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he didn't look great. You know, they had the nightmare with their coach, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer and the whole, like, craziness of that and getting rid of him. And lo and behold, this year, they go on a run. And the last six, eight weeks, Trevor Lawrence has been everything that he was billed to be as the next coming of something. But he's taken on uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers team that is really good, has gone under the radar this year. This may be the best game of the weekend. I think the Chargers get it done in Jacksonville. We move to Sunday. Sunday, Bills-Dolphins. Bills win. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close. I think uh, the Dolphins are struggling to a tongue of a low. Their quarterback will not be playing. There are serious questions that need to be asked in the NFL for a lot of things. Uh, when it comes to player safety, and they're always going to be trying to improve. Uh, I told somebody the other night, we were talking about this. Actually, my uncle brought this up, who does not like sports at all. He's sports ball, he calls it. I, 
He says to me, because he found the whole Skip Bayless thing, if you didn't see, Skip was tweeting right after DeMar Hamlin went down about, you know, are they going to play this game or should they replay this game? And everybody's like, how insensitive. Uh, I think 10 years ago, 15 years ago, without all the concussion stuff, the way it is now, they may have replayed that game or went on that night. I think player safety has changed in such a way that there was just no way that they were going to do that that night. There are serious questions right now around Tua Tungavaloa, who was the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, who hasn't played for several weeks, who has suffered several concussions, including that Thursday night concussion where he was hit and then he rigor mortis where his body was all stiff and he was shaking. There are serious questions about him going forward if he should even be playing football anymore. But on the field this weekend, there's no doubt that the Bills get it done. Even if two was there, I don't think they're winning, but it would be closer. Vikings, Giants. I got the Vikings. Going to be much closer than people think. They're at home. Uh, Usually, Kirk Cousins, I think, has gotten over that, the spotlight on thing. But I think they get it done uh, this weekend. But it's going to be very, very close. Then you got the Sunday night games. Bengals, Ravens. No Lamar Jackson. Bengals at home. They've already gone to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow and them are lighting it up. I think the Bengals win that one. Monday night game. Buccaneers and Cowboys. Cowboys with a better record. Cowboys probably with a better team. But Buccaneers won their division at 8-9. and nine, And they'll host the game. But you can host it all you want. I think... No magic for Brady here. I think the Cowboys get over on the Buccaneers. So take the Niners, the Chargers, the Bills, the Vikings, the Bengals, and the Cowboys. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from you. If you miss any of the program, feel free to grab the podcast. We love it when you do. Wherever great podcasts are available, somewhere around there, you'll find my podcast. Ah, it's the Chad Benson Show. This is The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson happy 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 friday the 13th i think this is how biden thought the week would go i mean this time last week we're talking about he's going to the border is anything really going to come out of it uh that seemed like months ago because uh he got caught He got caught months ago, by the way, and it just started to come to the surface when somebody leaked it to CBS, whoever that was, and now it is the top story. He can't avoid it. The media is not ignoring it. Some, the first day it happened, remember, they were trying to talk around the talking heads. I want to say the journalist wanted to get some answers. The talking heads who pushed narrative after narrative after narrative with a bunch of crap, they had a different take. They were trying to explain why this was different and da-da-da. Lo and behold, there's a second batch. It's just, it, you got caught, brother. It is what it is. Now, we're going to discuss a lot of different things. Quite frankly, do I think he was doing anything wrong? I do not. Do I think Trump was doing anything wrong with him? No. Do I think they were selling secrets to anybody? I don't think so. In fact, I will, I will say... 
No. I'm betting the house that they weren't. Now, I'm not saying some people couldn't have had access to some of those things who may have, but the reality is, is overclassification's a big thing. But you pushed a narrative. You pushed it. It's evil. It's bad. He's got all these things. The narrative after the narrative. We're going to get to more about the narrative and the insanity a little bit later. But the reality is you got caught, buddy. You got busted. And the media's got egg on their face again. Thank you, Corrine. Another one on GarageGate. What is the White House trying to hide? Nothing. People know I take classified uh, documents, but I don't know what's in the documents. How could anyone be that irresponsible? Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. He takes classified information and materials seriously? People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. He takes them seriously. The original badge contained vice presidential briefs about foreign countries, and some were marked top secret. I don't have access to classified information anymore. I don't get briefed every morning by the agency. Additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the president's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. He was surprised that the documents were there. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. It's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. And we're cooperating fully cooperating fully. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. Why didn't he or someone in the White House inform the American people when these documents were discovered on the one second? Did it have anything to do with the fact that the election was just a few days Again, takes classified information and materials seriously. How one anyone could be that irresponsible. Just uh, totally irresponsible. Uh, so, in fairness, they had to do something about it. And Merrick Garland uh, came out yesterday and said, hey, you know, uh, we got to do something about this. I can't. Here's what people are worried about. The 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 you can't go after Trump. Right. And then have a special, you know, counsel and and not do the same thing here. You had to do it. On December 20th, President Biden's personal counsel informed Mr. Lausch that additional documents bearing classification markings were identified in the garage of the president's private residence in Wilmington, Delaware. That's the one next to the, yeah, that's the one next to the, the Corvette. On January 5th, 2023, Mr. Lausch briefed me on the results of his initial investigation and advised me that further investigation by a special counsel was warranted. Based on Mr. Lausch's initial investigation, I concluded that under the special counsel regulations, it was in the public interest to appoint a special counsel. In the days since, while Mr. Lausch continued the investigation, the department identified Mr. Herr for appointment as special counsel. This morning, President Biden's personal counsel called Mr. Lausch and stated that an additional document bearing classification markings was identified at the president's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware. The FBI went to the location and secured those documents. So they got the documents. Uh, they got everything there. And uh, he had to do what he had to do. Earlier today, I, saw, I signed an order appointing Robert Hur a special counsel for the matter I've just described. So, special counsel. Do I think anything's going to come of it? No. Do we really need to look at the way that we classify documents? Yes. And can we just be honest? Uh, we're not very good at this stuff. <laughs> okay. Either we've overclassified everything, which I think a lot of people, if they were honest, would say yes. And we're not very good at checking up on whether or not 
these documents got to the places they needed to go. Now, I, 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 I'm going to say this. I think a vast majority of these things, and I'm going to say this because this is what I believe to be true. Having people that have worked in the White House, both under Trump and Obama, that are, are, are friends of mine and people I know, everything's mass uh, more classified. There is things everywhere. When people think classified, they think you have to go to some secure location and you take off your shoes and you leave your phones and everything. You go in this room and they look, you look at the stuff. No, they, they mark stuff classified today and it's in files. It's in boxes. I don't think either of these guys packed any of this stuff. Do you really think Trump and Biden packed all their own stuff? Hell, I don't even think they packed their own clothes. Trump's probably like, I have no idea where groceries come from. I, 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 I don't, I, where the, I thought that machine gives it to me. The, the thing, the, 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 the thing, you open it up and it's got the cool stuff in there. You have the refrigerator. Yeah. I thought that, isn't that where it got? No. So Trump was being obstinate and that's, what's getting him in trouble. Joe just got caught. He probably didn't even know he had him. Now we can, you know, there's going to be questions about whether or not his son had access and stuff. Okay, that's fair. I got zero problems with that. But do I think any of this stuff matters to the average person? No. Here's what matters and should matter. Is there going to be fair treatment? It's like we talked about with the media the other day. People don't, if your guy did something wrong, they did something wrong. And unfortunately, in a world of, of, of biases, and now we live in a world where we protect ourselves at all costs, our side, our tribe, we can't even admit if they've done something wrong. But it's when the other side does something wrong, and then the media will ignore it, or they don't feel it's fair treatment under the, the, the law. That's why this matters. People want to see that it's fair. That if you're going to go after Trump, you got to go after Biden. Now, the Trump stuff will officially become, well, it was about obstruction, which is really a fair question. So for those of you out there who say it's the same, it's not the same. Biden's people found it. They turned it over quickly. Yada, yada, yada. We, you know, we can ask questions about why we weren't notified. It's the transparency. They scream all the time. Oh, my God. We, those questions are fair. But. They're doing what they can to try to hand it over ASAP uh, because they know, you know, what other look are you going to have? Trump, he cooperated for a bit, then he stopped cooperating, and that's his issue at this point in time. I've said it all along. I doubt either of them are going to get in serious trouble or any trouble for that, but there will be some more stuff that's going to come out. And what people want to see is a fair treatment of their side. I do think you're going to see a subpoena coming from the special counsel to the Biden team just to ensure that everything has been turned over. And that also allows the Department of Justice to say that this is now being treated in the same way as the the Trump documents. As it as it happened. And we don't know anything about the documents that are in uh, Delaware next to the Corvette. We have no idea what is in there? How much is in there? We don't know what's in any of these things. People just want to see, are you treating everything the same? Are you treating my side the same as your side? 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at it. Text the program. Some of the insanity, though, the left that continues to spend. Now, remember, journalism, the law is one thing. When it comes to talking heads, they're going to spin their thing the way that they want to spin it because their audience is who they're serving. One of the things that gets me crazy is before we know, it's already been spun a specific way. I don't want to see that. I want to see someone explain to me, A, how it's possible that after all this time, nobody knew this. Because to me, if you're missing classified information, I don't mean to laugh, but... In my house, if stuff is missing, I know it's missing. Does it feel like oppo research to you? Does it feel like the Republicans are behind it? It's not. It did originally, but I'm sorry, Sorry. but not not now. They wanted to spin it, though. It did originally. There was one uh, congressman that came out yesterday. He's like, yeah, I think it could have been planted. You're like, okay, settle down. Now now you're sounding as crazy as some of those people on the, the QAnon world that are out there. Here's the reality. Stuff's overclassified. You know it. I know it. That's just the truth of it. And if you've talked to people who've worked in the 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 industry, i.e., government, they'll tell you, yeah, we overclassify everything. Uh, the second thing is, it was never missing. How did they come out now? Well, because uh, they're just cleaning out his office now. It took them two years to get to the point where they clean out and they found it. And that's when I thought we should do something about it. Oh, why is it missing now? Hmm. And everybody, it's not, there's not one piece of paper. They're handing out the 50 different people here. This is all we've uh, classified. This as super double, triple top secret. Everybody in here has this clearance uh, here. Here, take a look at all this stuff. It's not one copy of these things. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, 24, 23 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us, text the program. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to more uh, uh, on this. Uh, Sarah Carter. He's got a great podcast, uh, Fox reporter uh, and contributor at times. He's going to join us. We're going to talk about uh, the border crisis, the nightmare, what's going on down there with human trafficking. What did she think of Biden, the visit, all of the things that, that, that you know, we thought was going to be a big talking point this week. Obviously, it's been put to the back burner. We'll touch a little bit uh, about uh, that with her. But I want to talk about some of these New up-and-coming cartels and how nasty it is now. We're going to talk to her at the bottom of the hour. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Let's go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag of Rough Greens, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. This is why, to me, I, I know it's going to happen with your dog. Energy level's going to rise. Less aches and pains. They've got allergies. You'll see a mark different in their fur and their skin. Uh, it has been incredible for my dogs and i know to work for your dogs it's been great for my mother's dogs so big dogs little dogs like huge dogs tiny dogs it works try it for yourself dr dennis black had put this together wanted to make sure that every dog had a chance to try this with vitamins minerals probiotics omega 369 it's a powder it just sprinkles on the top of your dog's food you don't have to change a thing not a thing all you have to do is simply just put this on top. Try it now for free. Get a bag. Cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. She was the king's daughter. She passed away yesterday, surprisingly, at 54. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show.
You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis, dead at 54. Her mother, Priscilla, confirming the news. It is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie, has left us. She was rushed to the hospital after possibly going into cardiac arrest at a Los Angeles home, according to TMZ. Yeah, it's uh, shocking news. So 54 years young, uh, Lisa Marie Presley passed away. Uh, She was at the Golden Globes the other night. And I will say, I saw some pictures. Uh, When you hear the news about this and you look at those pictures, you're like, she had struggles. She talked about many times she'd been in and out of of plenty of therapies and addiction centers. She had been struggling, uh, I think, over the last couple of years. Uh, her son committed suicide. It, has, it, it was not an easy life being the king's daughter. Lisa Marie Presley was born in Memphis, Tennessee in 1968. Her parents divorced when she was four. She was nine years old when her father died. She was married and divorced four times. Her ex-husbands included Nicolas Cage and Michael Jackson. <sighs> it's an odd pairing, by the way. I'll let you guys know that. Nicolas Cage and Michael Jackson, uh, both an, an odd pairing. But just, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's sad when you saw that. And it, again, her, her, her son committed suicide. It was, uh, it's yeah, you, you, like the other night, now that you look back, you're like, my God. It's like it, the... The uh, when you look at some of the pictures, the Golden Globes, you're like, wow, like, were you having troubles then? Did you know? And she'd even posted some stuff the day before, not so much cryptic in a way as, you know, talking about her her son. But it is it, it's you look and you're just like that. And it's like everybody's and I know if people start to say, well, she must have got the vaccine. Stop with that. Right. Like some of the insanity with the vaccine and, and you know, the, the myocarditis. And look at all the athletes. And, and I, I get so much of that stuff. Uh, people sent me, somebody sent me something the other day about, look at all these athletes that have had trouble and died. And they were showing, they sent me this thing and it's this real. It's this guy and he had half of those, if not more, all happened well before COVID was even a thing. Some of them happened when there wasn't even the vaccine available yet. And the, yesterday I got it too. She must've died from the vaccine. And you're like, oh, Okay. Because you just can't convince some people they're just so into whatever it is that they, they believe. And that goes back to that right, left, you know, red, blue, and, you know, their, their disdain of the left or their disdain of Trump. It's it's insane. You know, she, she lived a hard life on her own. Uh, and uh, my dad died of a heart attack. Are you worried about that, Chad? Because of heart issues? My dad died of a heart attack because he lived a hard life with drugs being the center of it. You put your body through that, things happen, right? Even if you get yourself well, you've weakened yourself at times. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. We'll talk about uh, immigration being one of the things. Sarah Carter's going to join us. We've had her on before. She's got a great podcast. And she's, you know, I mean, she has done a ton of stuff for Fox and many others. And we're going to talk about because she's, you know, kind of the expert when it comes to so much that goes on the border. And some of this stuff that, you know, we've seen when it comes to the border and the nightmare that's happening at the border. We don't get a firsthand glimpse like she does. She's going to break down a lot of what's going on down there. 
and a lot of what's happened, the nightmare that's going on, and, you know, get a real take on whether or not Biden's visit uh, was wasted even talking about this week because of what took place with all of the documents. We'll talk about that straight ahead with her, Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, uh, should have been a week where we talk a lot about immigration. We're going to talk about immigration in a minute. Somebody who has uh, been in the fight down there, absolutely, 100%. Uh, uh, Sarah Carter's joining us now. And uh, Sarah, appreciate you coming on today. We should be talking about immigration. We should be talking about illegal immigration, the cartels, the tra- human trafficking, all of this stuff. But man, you know, it, it, it's hard when uh, all of a sudden we've got documents that have nothing to do with Trump that are secret. And this president who had railed against him, well, he's the culprit here. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And all the evidence that's come out uh, about the money that was possibly transferred from China to the university uh, and the documents that were found there in Pennsylvania. Um, and it, so I I think, like, for, for many of us, it's kind of like we're stunned at the hypocrisy, right, Chad? It's here you have the president of the United States who left classified top-secret documents in his garage when he was the vice president and didn't even have the authority to actually declassify anything. And left him in his garage supposedly to write a book. I mean, and you know, right by the Corvette, um, locked in the garage. And, you know, and I think everybody is kind of just sitting back in awe at how this administration, and, and it's not just President Biden. Remember, we got to go back all the way back to the very beginning, because who gave President Biden this kind of power? And how was he allowed to, you know, basically skate through cleanly through the mainstream media when there was so much baggage that the American people actually had to know about to make a qualified decision when they voted for him. Uh, They shut down Miranda Devine's story at the New York Post, they being our FBI and our U.S. intelligence uh, officials, uh, those most senior officials that turned around and signed a document, 51 of them saying, hey, guess what? You know, this is all Russian disinformation. You don't need to pay attention to it. They went to Facebook. They went to Twitter. Our FBI, they briefed them on, oh, this, you know, crazy Russian disinformation is going to come out. So here we have a president. You know, that the Democrat, remember, the Democrats were the ones that accused President Trump of everything that they were actually doing themselves. A president that appears, President Biden, to be compromised by the Chinese government, the Chinese Communist Party. A president that appears to be compromised in every which way, shape and form uh, by keeping classified documents when he did not have the authority to do so in a garage haphazardly. When we know that the Chinese and the Russians and everybody else were watching him like a hawk for the last 40 years because of his son and because of him, because he's the big guy, right? And he had the access to the government, which is the only reason why his son 
had all of the uh, opportunities that he did by sitting on the Burisma board and, you know, with Ukraine. And uh, even though he didn't speak Russian, even though he didn't know anything about gas, traveling with him to China. So if you look at the whole of this, the American people should be infuriated. Their mouths should be hanging open. We should be demanding, of course, this special counsel investigation. I don't know where it's going to go when you have a Department of Justice that also appears to be compromised. And we have to be asking ourselves a lot of questions, like why does it appear to be a two-tiered justice system? And what's going to happen now that all of these classified documents are, you know, basically This has been exposed. I mean, is Merrick Garland really going to do his job? Are we really going to is a special counsel really going to do its job and conduct a full investigation? Yeah, I'm curious about that. We're talking to uh, Sarah Carter uh, as we talk about this. A lot of stuff. We'll get to the border in a second. But, you know, one of the things that to me that and, 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 you know, uh, look, I think and I think you'll probably agree with this. They overclassify everything. I, da- I doubt any right. I doubt Trump or any of these guys ever packed any of their own stuff. I don't think either <laughs> of them were selling anything to to, you know, I mean, Trump, I joke earlier, Sarah, I, Trump probably doesn't know where groceries come from, let alone packing up his own furniture and moving. If he was going to take anything, it's going to be the ashtray that Kim Jong Un gave him that's supposed to be in some archive. But that being said, uh, you said something people want to see. There, this not two tier justice system. I think at the end of the day, right. none of this. The, the, is, do I think any of these guys were? Ta- I think if you go and look at every ex president and you went through their drawers, you're going to find a bunch of stuff that shouldn't be there. But they want to know, hey, if you're going to go after Trump, we just want to know you're going to do the same thing here because right. if not, then you are saying there's a two tier justice system. Unless you're saying, well, we're going to wait till he's out of office because mm-hmm. the precedent has been set that we're not going to indict a sitting president. Well, it's even worse than that, Chad, because, look, I I agree with you 100 percent. It should be on an equal level, right? You're going to investigate Trump. you got to investigate Biden now. And you brought up a point, which I agree with also. I don't think that they were collecting these documents to sell these documents or any of – as based on what we know right now, right? Based on what we know, we we know that they don't pack all their own stuff. And even when they take some stuff with them, it's kind of like, oh, crap, I've got that box, you know, uh, full of documents. I wonder what's going on in there. Maybe that's what was going on in their mind. But, but the thing is, is that when you do take those documents, and I've covered the intelligence community for a very long time. Now, a president has the authority to declassify. Is there some kind of minutia in there that could get him in trouble on an accountability level with the National Archives, yes, he can. It's more of an, a, you know, a slap on the wrist office issue, not a criminal issue. It shouldn't be. But the problem is, is that when you are being monitored consistently, and remember, all of the people that work in the CIA, people that work in our uh, most secretive intelligence agencies, you know, we have 16 of them, you know, they are going to be, if they, if they, if our adversaries find out who they are, they are going to be monitored. Now, what does that mean? All of our officials, our known officials, our president, our secretary of state, um, anybody who has access is going to be monitored by adversaries. That means China, Russia, whoever. And they're going to be watching them 24-7. And they're going to watch and see if their kids are drug addicts. They're going to watch and see if their kids like to sleep with prostitutes or if their uncle does or whoever. And then they're going to try to infiltrate and take 
some type of get some type of access or some type of control. And I think the issue with President Biden that was clearly a problem was obviously that the tragedy, I think the big tragedy that a lot of Americans face and people around the world is having a son who obviously has an addiction issue and all kinds of other issues that come with that. And I think the, the concern in the intelligence community is like, okay, what were our adversaries able to access? And that's what we have to be concerned about. I don't think it's necessarily that, you know, that he was doing it from the get-go. But was there any type of compromise or compromise that was made on behalf of that? And when you look at, like, the fact that there was so much money, that the Biden-Penn Center, where all of these classified... Oh, God. Wait, uh, all that money that flows down. into those places from China, right. and anonymous donors, $54 million, $30 million. God, <laughs> Good God, the amount of money that flows... I want to start a think tank. Maybe, Sarah, we should start a think tank. We should. We should just start a think tank. I mean, it's crazy. This is where people are lining. This is what American people should be infuriated about also. It's not just the money coming from overseas, but where their taxpayer dollars are flowing. You know, the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill and all this money going overseas. I believe in protecting our world. I believe that we should stand up to our adversaries like the Russians. Yes, absolutely. Are the Russians doing horrible acts and deeds in Ukraine? Yes, absolutely. But we should have accountability for it. There should absolutely be accountability for every single dollar that we are spending. And by the way, accountability to these universities that are pocketing money from nation states that don't even stand by our own principles of government, of freedom and liberty. Money coming from China, money coming from Saudi Arabia, money coming from, uh, you know, Qatar, who has been, uh, you know, basically connected to Iran. And, and we're accepting all of this money. Well, nobody gives you anything for free. If yep. anything we've learned in this world, they're not going to hand you $30 million just because they think you're cool. You know, they expect something back. Oh, man, because I was so close to being so cool and getting some money. Talking to yeah, Sarah I mean, Carter here to talk I, about. <laughs> you, you, you probably and I are thinking. All kinds of money, right, Chad? All yeah, because we're all kinds cool. of cool. Let's talk about immigration. You know, uh, he goes over there, he makes the uh, half assery stop at the, the border, and he does his thing. But I want to talk about something real. I didn't think anything was going to come of it. I wish that El Paso would have been left untouched and he would have saw more. But I'm worried about where we're headed because, you know, they got El Chapo's son. Uh, there is right. uh, is that Jalisco Nueva is a really scary group of people that are trying to infiltrate the cartel business in a way that we've never seen before, where they want to make it all about violence and fear rather than keeping it as a business. I, I, I think America is going to have a different look maybe this year with some of the things that might spill over the border with some of these groups than we've seen in the past, which maybe wakes people up to what's going on at the border. I think you're right. I was down at the border with um, Senator Blackburn from Tennessee, Senator Britt from Alabama, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith from the great state of Mississippi, uh, and we were all there this past weekend. And the reason was was that they really wanted to take a look at GOP women, you know, fighting against human trafficking. They wanted to know what was really going on on the ground. We saw that kind of dog and pony show in El Paso. I was there. President uh, Biden came through. He spent about four hours on the ground. He never once, and I, you know, I was keeping a very open mind to this because I think, great, okay, he's finally here, right? He's finally here. This is our U.S. president. And I, I was hoping that he would 
stop by the church, talk to the people that are sitting around the church, or actually go to the areas of the border where people are being brought in, not to empty buildings, you know, processing centers and, and doing this. And you mentioned Jalisco Nuevo Generacion. That's Jalisco New Generation Cartel, right? Yeah. Um, the head of that cartel is called Almenche. He is a ghost. They call him the ghost. Um, he is very dangerous. Uh, the Sinaloa cartel is actually up the ante as well uh, on what they're doing in Mexico um, uh, from Sinaloa, of course, uh, Culiacan, uh, area of Mexico. And they battle for that control of the border into our nation. And our border is just wide open, Chad. Um, I mean, our children are dying. We have no national security, um, real uh, national security strength there at the border since the Biden administration has taken over. We know that more than a million known Godaways have come into the United States, disappeared into the fabric of our society. And we don't even know who they are. When I was at the church and I was talking to the people, I speak Spanish, and I said, you know, where are you from? How did you get here? Um, I met a lot of Venezuelans that day, and obviously Venezuela, uh, their economy is shot. The people feel abandoned by the socialist government, Maduro, but that's not a reason for asylum. But when I spoke to them, they were saying to me, look, I said, how'd you get in here? They said, well, we just walked in. And I said, well, did Border Patrol process you before you ended up here at the church? And they were like, nobody processed us. We just walked in. And they told us to come here to this church because we would get food and some shelter and maybe some help. But they'd been sleeping on the streets, even some of them with their children. Well, think about that. We have a border that is not being secured. We have a border that is in complete chaos. And we have a shadow government to our, you know, to our south, our neighbors in Mexico, who are also suffering, by the way, from these cartels, who are trafficking young women and children into the United States, making billions of dollars off of it, who have a narcotics trade that is like we've never seen ever in the history of our world, who are now global and make connections with terrorist organizations in Africa. They move shipments. The shipments aren't just coming to the U.S. They're going to Europe, through Africa. They are building massive organizations that have infiltrated every part of the government to our south. And we are sitting here like sitting ducks as our adversaries take advantage of that border, take advantage of us, put everyone's life in danger, by the way, including those people that are being migrated and illegally uh, being uh, brought to the United States and who are suffering and who I've seen. And so many children have lost their lives and so many children have died. And the reason why I went to the border this past weekend with the senators, I brought with me a, a girl, a gal that I know, Carla Jacinto, who is now very open and very public and has been fighting trafficking organizations because she was a child. That was trafficked and yeah. brutalized since the age of five. Is, and her goal is to tell the truth about what is happening to the young people from Central America, from Mexico. And I think if Americans care, if we care about our country, if we care about the migrants that are coming across, and I'm the daughter of an immigrant, I am half Cuban on my mom's side and uh, the firstborn in her family here in the United States, um, then we should stop this. But we're Absolutely. not doing that. 100%. 
Uh, Sarah, love having you on all the time. I appreciate that. If everybody wants to uh, follow you, where do they go? They go uh, uh, to Twitter. They go to the Instagram and get a hold of your podcast. On Twitter. Yes. And the dark, please. The dark wars, the border is our series. We're doing this great podcast series, exposing the truth, talking to the people that really know what's going on. Dark wars, the border. It is, uh, I think, a phenomenal podcast because of the people that have made it possible um, at Radio America and, and at the nonprofit that I'm working with. And so I, I, I really hope you go there and you and you take a listen. It'll change the way I think a lot of you feel about the border. Absolutely. Sarah Carter, appreciate you coming on and we'll look forward to doing it again soon. Yeah, thanks, Chad. Thanks. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. My pillow right now has an amazing Deal for you. Keys of Dream Sheets, $29.98. Tons of color styles to choose from. Long staple cotton. Grown in an area of the uh, of the Mediterranean, right? Right there. Between between the the, the you know uh, the Sahara Desert and 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 the Red Sea. And it's just this amazing cotton that is breathable, that is comfortable, that is cool, that you will love to sleep in. So soft. Feels like you're sleeping on a million bucks. Six day money back guarantee, one year, limited warranty, machine washable. Right now, get your Keys of Dream Sheets for $29.98 plus deep discounts on all other MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. Use that code Benson to save MyPillow.com slash Benson. Use code Benson. MyPillow.com. Use code Benson. It's the Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh my gosh. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. It's good having Sarah on. Uh, I could talk to her for a while. I'm telling you, the, 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 her podcast is great but because she gets into the human side of the trafficking and what goes on at the border. It's not just a right or left thing. It's a, it, You leave that there. You talk about the human side of what's happening, and it is ugly. It is so much more ugly, I think, than people realize, but it's far away from most. So uh, out of sight, out of mind, and it's sad. It is a sad, sad thing. And the other thing is she brought up, which we brought up too, uh, more Americans should be concerned about how much money these think tanks get from places like China than whether or not somebody's got a document that's been in the box for 12 years. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. 